0: Well, aren't you a pretty little thing? Laura froze. The sounds of the fair were drowned out by the roar in her ears. It was already warm and promised to be a hot day, but she was suddenly chilled and a little girl again. Daddy, I'm scared. One of her earliest memories was sitting in one of the cars on the Ferris wheel as it rocked lazily back and forth. The wheel had stopped with their car at the very top and all of Fresno and the surrounding areas spread out from the fairgrounds, the lights of thousands of homes and businesses twinkling in the night. She clung to her father, squealing with equal amounts of horror and glee each time she peeked out over the edge of the car to look down on all the people. It only took a few seconds before she buried her face against her father's shirt, the fabric fisted in both small hands. His arm around her made her feel safe, in a way that not even the belt around her waist and the safety bar locked over their laps could. She couldn't have been more than three years old, much too short for the ride. How had her father convinced the operator to let her on? It wasn't too hard to figure out. Laura's father was persuasive and used to getting his way, in his business, in stores, in restaurants, in his home. One thing he always wanted was whatever would make her happy. Nothing was too good for his only daughter. He made sure she had the best clothes, the best toys, and the best education. If she had pointed her chubby hand at the monstrous ride and said, "Ride peas, daddy," he would have done whatever it took to get her on. She didn't know if he had taken her to the fair that first year after her birth, but certainly by the following year he had begun what would be a yearly tradition, although he hadn't lived in Fresno for years before she was born. He had fond memories of the fair from his own childhood. He had been raised there in the days when Fresno was a rural agricultural town. Going to the fair was one of the few luxuries his parents had managed to afford. Taking her back to his hometown every year became a ritual that nothing was allowed to disrupt. From the beginning, it was a father-daughter only trip. Laura's mother was neither invited nor did she seem interested. They always went the first day the fair opened, arriving at the gate before it opened and staying until well after dark. She slept in the back seat as he drove home, but even so, she was always tired and cranky the next morning. When she was old enough for school, she was allowed to stay home and rest. No matter what was happening at work, the opening day of the fair was theirs. It continued every year even after she entered her teens and her father was the last person she wanted to go to the fair or anywhere else with. But he insisted, and he always got his way. The last time she went to the fair with him was nine years earlier, the year she was 25. She was engaged to be married in six months, and she decided that it was juvenile for a married woman to continue going to the fair with her father. Laura watched the Ferris wheel, remembering, She remembered the exhilaration of rising in the air, the way her stomach did flip-flops as they descended. Most of all, she remembered being three years old. She remembered thinking her father was the biggest, strongest, bravest man in the world. She remembered that feeling of assurance that nothing could hurt her as long as he was holding her. She looked over at him now. It was the first day of the fair, and she was there once again with her father he didn't look big or strong or particularly brave. Today, he just seemed lost. His hair was white. He didn't stand as straight as she remembered from her childhood. He certainly didn't exude the confidence and authority that had always convinced everyone from powerful CEOs to Ferris wheel operators to accede to his wishes. Daddy, do you remember taking me on the Ferris wheel? He smiled at her. I think there's time for nine holes before that meeting. Dad, we aren't at the golf course. We're at the fair, remember? The Fresno fair. You and I used to come every year. I just need to pick up my clubs. He ambled away and Laura followed a few feet behind, watching him stop to bend down and pick up an imaginary tee. The exhaustion of the last two years suddenly settled over her along with the familiar resentment of having put her life on hold, the life that had fallen apart.